0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of Creating Powerful Impact. I'm your host, Shay Wheat, founder of Grace and Ease Productions, where we support entrepreneurs just like you with event based marketing and sales strategies, allowing you to build your authority, your credibility, and your visibility in your industry. Now, today's guest is somebody that I've actually been on her podcast which is the Business Growth Architect Show. Definitely recommend you go and check that out. So much fun. We talked about all kinds of things of events. But since then, we're like, oh my gosh, we have to get Biet on my show. And so Biet Chalet is the growth architect and founder of The Women's Code. And she provides visionaries and leaders with strategies that grow your authority so that you can scale your impact which are all about creating more impact in the world. So please help me welcome Biet to the Creating Powerful Impact stage. How are you today?
1: I'm very good, Shay. Thank you. I was looking forward to talking to you again.
0: I know, right? Well, <clears throat> the reason I definitely wanted to have you on my show was because you are so like magnificent around systems and creating things within like under one umbrella, turning everything into a system, which just makes my heart sing so much because my world is a ton of systems. And the clients that we have that are running and producing events that don't have systems in place, it's always harder, right? So I would definitely love to dive into you know, systems, how to grow your authority and and really be that expert in your industry. Maybe let's start there and then we can kind of build upon it.
1: Yeah. So I, I probably would want to start to talk about what is authority, really. And mm. I think this ties really well into what you do, Shay, because people think that being an influencer celebrity is authority. So we're talking about really three different things here. An influencer is a different business model, is a different strategy, a celebrity. So Gary V is really a celebrity. He made himself a celebrity. He's not even an influencer. He's a celebrity. He went past the influencer to the celebrity status. So if you'll see Gary V vodka and things like that, then that has all been part of the strategy, make himself a known personality, mm-hmm. the Authority that we talk about, which is probably, I want to say, 95% of all of your listeners are people that are experts in what they do, and they need to have a differentiation factor, a unique value proposition. At The Growth Architect, we call it the unapologetic value proposition, and a clear outline of what makes them different. And so the part where I really help people just to make this real is if somebody would come to me now and say, what are you doing? And I say, I'm a business strategist. Then what? 99% of everybody would just immediately shut off and they'll go and they'll think about it as a business strategist. I, I don't think I need one. And the conversation is over. The minute I say I'm a growth architect, there is another question because then the question is a growth architect. What's a growth architect? Right. Then I say, I you know help people to grow their authority and scale their impact oh, well, that's interesting. I want to have more authority. I I want to make a bigger impact. So now suddenly we are having a conversation. So if you still haven't figured this out, this is one of the pieces you have to start with, which is what we do in growth architecture. What's the original idea that you're going out with? And then once you have these pieces, there is a method to how you get your business first to grow and then to scale. So I recommend up to about a million, you want to focus more on growth. And then after a million, you need to really pay attention to scaling. And that is for a very simple reason. We as crazy entrepreneurs have a different brain chemistry. And I was just talking to somebody yesterday who compares it to uh, the brain of an aunt, a true entrepreneur is not unsimilar to a criminal or to somebody who is bipolar. (laughs) And I'm like, oh,
0: how does that relate?
1: (laughs) Well, it is because uh, for one reason that the rules that apply to other people, we ignore.
0: Mm,
1: That's what makes us be successful. If you really think about it, because if we would have listened to everybody who would have told us, that's ridiculous. You're going to do what? You're going to do your own events company? I mean, what makes you the authority on that? You don't know anything about events. And then suddenly here you are. You are the authority on in events. And not just are you the authority, but you build a whole system on how to teach other people how to grow and scale systematically with events, which nobody else does out there. And that's when this when our brain tells us that we are different. That is because we are different. And in we can wing it for the most part. I mean, up to 500,000, no problem winging it. After that gets a little bit more difficult, you're still winging it at a million, you're in burnout formula. And yeah. then you really need to put the systems in place. So what we recommend is if you create this, why don't you just create it with the right systems in place from the very Beginning.
0: Say, it's like, why not do it from the start? Right. Like, and then everybody knows. And, you know, because when you're growing businesses, you're going to have team turnover, you're going to have processes that are changing. You know, what gets you here is not going to get you there. Like, right. But you're not building it all from scratch once you're here. You're building it from the beginning. So, yeah. Okay. Keep going. So, now, now that's
1: where we kind of come in. So I want to just take your audience, if that's okay, through just like a typical, a typical scenario. So what often happens is that you want to run your business. You go, I want to grow. I want to scale. So you search on the internet for something that is your understanding of the issue. So your understanding of the issue is I need more leads. I need to learn how to sell better. I, I need to get in front of more people. So now you come to an internet marketer who has mastered what we call ethical persuasion. And this internet person says, if you only would learn how to speak from stage, your life would be magically so much better. So you do that. You you you, you get your signature topic down. You do the whole nine yards. And then you go, well, but how do I actually get on stages? Interestingly enough, there's an affiliate program that comes in. And the next program says, have you ever wondered how to get speaking engagements or how to you know, be in front of people? Needless to say, you go, oh, that sounds good. Of course, that makes perfect sense. So you buy that. Then the next program comes in and says, well, but you do need an offer from stage. And then you go, geez, I didn't even think about that. But that makes a lot of sense because what are you going to sell them into? Now you learn how to do an offer from stage. And somebody else comes in the next affiliate program and says, you really need to learn how to sell that. And you go, that makes a lot of sense. Now you learn how to sell it. Then Jeff Walker comes with a product launch formula magically out of nowhere and says, well, if it's a product, you need to launch it. And then you go, well, that makes a lot of sense. Next thing you know, you're $100,000 in. It's two years later and you have accomplished nothing. Why? Mm -hmm. Because you're not following a strategy. You're following breadcrumbs that other professionals, and they're all very good at what they do. Don't get me wrong. But you're following breadcrumbs other people leave for you, believing that you'll eventually get to that one piece that makes all the dominoes magically fall. The only thing that's going to make the dominoes magically fall is the actual strategy you have with a business model, a clarity of the goal. And then we look at all, all the things that you have bought and see how they fit into that model to get you from here to that point.
0: Yes. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> it is fascinating to me that people, you know, are like, oh, I want to do an event. And I'm like, okay, great. Where are you at in your business? So same thinking. And they're like, I want to do a three-day event. And I'm like, okay, cool. Tell me about your business. And they're like, yeah. So I just kind of started. I'm getting clients and I'm like, stop. Don't. No events for you right now right? Because there's a system, there's a process that you go through where you start being on other people's stages first and you get the free stages and then you start building your own stages and then you can do the big ones, right? It's a process. So when you have the system in place, all those dominoes then fit in and then they can topple over and then you have like a wildly successful company, right? So you're saying take the system, put it into place first, and then all of the other things that you've already done will actually work.
1: Yeah, and and that to me, because I see this so often. And then and then at the very end, they're exhausted, they're frustrated, they're burned out, they're broke. Mm-hmm. And then they go and then they and then they finally end up and say, "I have to build a funnel and run out." <laughs> and then I fall on my knees and I, I I fold my hands and I pray to God and I say, "Please, somebody help these people." So, it's not that what's out there is bad. That's not what I'm saying.
0: Yeah, you still need what, all these
1: things. You do okay. need all of these things, mm-hmm. but you should not buy these things unless you know that they fit in your strategy. I had a um, conversation with a colleague of mine, and she said to me, November is her no November month. So, mm-hmm. in November, she says no to as many things as she possibly can
0: interesting
1: so she set an entire month aside to look at everything that she's accumulated that she's added that she's considering and now she says no uh do i need this no and she she literally comes at it from what can i say no to and that's kind of like the steve jobs idea when he famously said i'm most proud of all the things that we didn't do
0: Mm. the
1: part of your strategy also has to be to say what do I need to say no to? So now I would say no to a three-day event, but I can say yes to a four-hour event locally for that, 25 people. Yeah. So that's the mindset, I think, where we where we see what other people are telling us. Of course, events where you have three, 400 people and you got to line up. Uh, of course, those events are successful and people make millions in, in back-of-room sales. Mm-hmm. But you've got to get there first.
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So um, if you could break it down or or systematize it for us, is there a, a, a best strategy to scale and create impact? Like, regardless of where they're at, what would you suggest the the funnel to kind of look like, that scaling impact to look like?
1: Yeah. So- so this is where the system really comes in. I believe that the one of the largest challenges people are having is that they have especially if they've been in business for a number of years they have a, a pretty extensive skill set. And then when people say what do you do they stumble along and say well I've written a book uh, but that's not really relating to that I have a podcast but I talk about that you know what really I'm passionate about and then my high end coaching is this I I I want to start a mastermind you look at it and looks like It's random pieces, randomly strewn all over whatever, Los Angeles, Chicago. And you go, this doesn't sound like a cohesive system to me. So where I help people is I come in and I say, you need to take your plane to 30,000 feet. And we need to take a look at all the airports that are available to you and look at the terrain. And then we need to figure out what is the journey, the transformation journey of the client. So if the client is going from, let's say, you know, in in your example, it would be from being event curious to being running three-day events two times a year, once in the spring and then the fall. So that's the, the bookends of the transformation journey for one of your clients. Now we know with those two bookends, we need to fill in the other pieces of that transformation journey and then you look at your things that you've done and you say oh the speaking training that i did that fits in nicely over here where i'll just give an extra bonus a module or where i give you know a free training for people that could be my lead generation to get them in to this first part of the event then you look at the book that you've written and let's say you wrote a book about confidence that comes really in very handily somewhere sort of in the middle toward the end when people need to step up and show up and be more into mindset. Now I want to read your book on on, on confidence. That's because you do need the confidence to do that part. So when, when you pull it together like that and you say, here's a transformational journey. Let me put it all out on the floor and then let me one by one by one assemble this. So it is a cohesive journey. Then I can from there on say, oh, that's easy. It's the, let's say, the event success transformation journey provided to you by by Shea Wheat. Now, when we go and talk to people, well, I help people to get from thinking about an event to three-day events, and I have created this transformational system that takes them over the course of five steps, my proprietary method from here to there. Wow. And then I can self-identify when I talk to you exactly, and I know you already do this, then I can self-identify, oh, I'm ready for a one-day event. I can bring in people from outside of my city. I can, you know, I can do the travel with a hotel block and things like that. So that's, that's how, how I like to think, have people think about their business. Instead of this constant, I woke up, I checked my email, I think what's coming to me, Now I'm executing on that. But to say, if I build a funnel, so the end of the funnel is my high ticket, high end program. Mm -hmm. Then how many pieces do I already have? And I promise you, this is the magic that these pieces are already all there. They're just in disarray. Mm -hmm. Some are in the garage, some are in the attic, some are hidden in the car, some are deflated, sitting somewhere in the summer box. And you haven't looked at everything yet. So that's the first thing we have to take it all back out. Yeah, We as a company, you know, I'm going to give you an example. So there's a course I've done seven years ago called Turn Your Talent into a Business for Creative Life. And this is my best selling course. So over 20,000 people have taken this class in, you know, the 12 steps, how you turn your talent into a business. And then I thought, I want to do the high ticket stuff. And I I really did not want to do the entry piece as much. But then what happened is the market's been changing and the market's changing significantly. We have a much larger influx now of people that want to quit their job because they're tired of corporations or they've just been laid off. They're looking for a side hustle. They're looking for certification. We found that the search term certification outranks searches for Trump. Now that tells you on how many searches are done for that. Wow! Um, and so my my team went back and said, okay, Beate, locking the door, sitting you down. What does that mean to you? And I said, well, if so many people are looking for certification, that means they're looking for something that they can do. Note to self, it is time to go back in the garage, take, turn your talent back out, Updated to the now current market conditions and then ha- start taking what I already do. But instead of me doing the work for clients, why don't I certify them mm. in the workflows and processes and strategies I've already created mm-hmm. but in one workflow at a time? So that somebody who says, I just need a side hustle, five hours a week, what's available that's what we are launching now but it's based on market conditions so that's really my big message you know for 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 your show here is to say you got to make sure that what you do or have done is still relevant in this market and sometimes all it takes is for you to go back in look at what you've already done and do a product market analysis is this relevant to the market right at this very moment then mm. maybe it's time to 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 bring that back
0: out and update it and launch it that's wicked smart I love that now if we were to like stick with this this market piece the word recession has been thrown around same same reasoning same reasoning to go and take a look at the market and what is it that you've already done and already accomplished that you can then tweak and adjust that would support people in the uh, in a recession Market
1: exactly exactly and 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 to your point so if All your competitors believe that there's a recession and they stop working. What do you think you should do? Work. (laughs) The opposite. Mm -hmm. You buy when the market is low. You sell when the market is high. You work harder when others don't. Because, you know, And I, I know you do a lot of mindset work yourself and you are around, you know, very powerful people and in nature it either grows or dies there is no tree that says you know what i'm just going to hang i'm just going to hang loose for a while i'm just going to i'm just going to sit here with my leaves and just wait it doesn't exist it either grows or it dies so you can't you can't do an action that's different from nature i mean it's 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 literally virtually impossible you think that you are just at status quo but really You stopped, which means that everything is moving forward is now passing by you, which is why people say there is the greatest opportunity is always in recessions because 60 to 75% of your competitors are on status quo, holding tight, preserving their money, not spending anything. You get a bigger buck or a bigger impact for your spending now than you have ever had because everybody else is stopping.
0: Yeah, yeah, so true. Um, I would love to switch gears for just a second. So as you've continued to grow and scale your company, I'm sure it hasn't always been sunshines and rainbows. uh, Would you mind sharing uh, with us something that maybe didn't quite go to plan or a huge lesson that you learned along the way that you wouldn't mind sharing with our audience?
1: Certainly. The the biggest biggest wisdom, so to speak, is that you have to remember when you make a decision to go to that point that we talked about, that point in the future, that that is a person that you're not yet.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So in order for you to grow into this person, like if you knew how to do that, then you would already be there. But if you say, I'm getting going from 250 to half a million, half a million to a million, a million to five million, you are not there because you don't have the skill sets yet that it'll take for you to be somebody who is at that level. Now, with that in mind, what you're experiencing is once you've made the decision, not the wish, the decision, is that the universe spirit puts things into motion that I want to say ninety nine point ninety nine percent you will not like opportunity does not show up in a Tiffany box with a bow on it
0: I'm so sad about that <laughs> I am crushed all day like why why not uh, yes why but it's true not? it's so true but it yeah
1: and so we are sitting there and you're waiting for the Tiffany box, and you're waiting and waiting and waiting. And then all these things come up, and I'll give you one example that is just ridiculous. So, my I was one hundred thirty five thousand dollars in debt and broke, single mom, immigrant. And then the story, as I tell it, you know, within eighteen months, I went from that to selling my business for millions to Bill Gates. But what got me to that point? So, is wait, that- hold on.
0: Say that line again, because you just like sped through it, and I'm not sure everybody heard that. <laughs>
1: I said I was $135,000 in debt as a single mom immigrant, broken out. And then I cracked the code and I sold my business to Bill Gates after I became the industry leader in my category 18 months after the worst moment of my life. And this whole thing happened because I had a former nagging mother in law. And she would say to me, now, talk and think about the Tiffany Box and opportunity. So she would say to me, You need to write the president of the United States. If you need help, why don't you go after the number one guy in the country? Why do you waste your time with anybody else? Just go straight to the top. Did you write your letter to the president? Have you written your... After a while, I'm like, okay, I'm going to write the damn letter. So just so we don't have to talk about this anymore, because she just would not stop. Imagine my surprise, Shay, when I got a letter from the White House. No! So there's a letter from the White House and it says the president sends you his best wishes. The president never saw this letter, okay? saw
0: Some like intern just copy and pasted something, but okay.
1: (laughs) Basement, right? Somewhere in the dark basement. And what the letter did though is put me in touch with the second in command of the Small Business Administration because they also got a letter from the White House. And they said, "Here is this woman that wrote us a letter. I think you need to help her." And it because they got a letter from the White House. It wasn't some low-level guy; it was the second in command. And then he calls me and he says, "You know, you could have just picked up the phone and called me directly."
0: And it never even President. occurred. To me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it never even occurred to me that I could have called him. And he says. But I'm calling you because you need to come in. I need to see, you know, kind of like this nutcase that does something crazy like that. Yeah. And then, but what that did, that created the opportunity because they did find me a bank who took my $135,000, restructured into a 10-year fixed loan, freed up my line of credit. Three months later, I'm break even. 18 months later, I'm the world leader in my industry. So that's the kind of opportunity that I'm talking about. You know, sometime, you know, in the book, The Surrender Experiment, He refers to it as saying, yes, if you think that the path to your goal is up to you, you are sadly mistaken. The path is not on you. The path is the job of of the universe, spirit, God, whatever you want to call it. Your job is the vision and doing the work,
0: Mm -hmm. doing the work for sure. Okay, that was amazing and brilliant. Uh, Sadly, we have to start wrapping this up. What is the best way for people to get in touch with you and find out more about what it is you are doing? And I think you have also a gift for our audience.
1: Yes, so I'm, first of all, the first thing I want you to do is I want you to go wherever you pick up this podcast and I want you to subscribe to it and leave a review even if it's a green heart saying that you listened to the entire episode. But the reason I want you to leave a comment is because it tells the algorithm, this is good content and there's engagement. This is a labor of love. So if you want Shay to continue to do this and reach more people and help more people, please help her. And then share this episode with one other person. And then when you're done with that, I want you to go to growthblockerquiz.com and check out our, our quiz this is designed to help you to figure out what is that number one business growth blocker. Hint, it's one out of three things that will tell you in the quiz in like two minutes, you'll know what it is and then I'll send you a report and then you can figure out what it is that you need to do to overcome that and, and really either grow or scale. And if you've heard something where you say, I really need to talk to her, go to uncoverysession.com, schedule your 15-minute complimentary Uh, Uncover session with us, and we'll be happy to figure out what we can do to help you, you know, grow, build, and scale your business.
0: Yeah, I love that. Like an uncover session to really uncover what's going on, because I think we're just so close to it that we need somebody from the outside to be like, oh, no, no, you'll just do this, tweak here and adjust this, and then we do here, right? And you're like, oh, but I'm too close. So, okay, great. All of those links will be in the show notes. Last question for you is what is a takeaway or memorable note you'd like to leave our audience with today?
1: Fail faster and don't take failing personally. I I refer to this as if you have a GPS in your car that tells you to update your navigation system and you don't. One -hmm. day you end up in the freeways being built in the cul de sac. You're gonna get out of the car, you're gonna throw yourself on the ground, you're gonna say, I'm never gonna drive again. This is it. I'm gonna give my car back. The insurance is insane anyway. There's no use for me driving anywhere. I'm the worst driver in the world. You do none of that. You just go, you you know, smack yourself over the head, say I should have updated the GPS. And then guess what? You find another way and you go to the exact destination you said you were going to go. So failure is like that. It's a bunch of nice people in suits with a little neon stripes on it and hard hats and stop signs that say, not here. So just keep waving and keep driving.
0: I love it. Thank you so much for being with us today. And I want to thank our audience for joining us on another episode of Creating Powerful Impact. I'm excited for you just to take all of these lessons, all of these resources that you've learned here today, start implementing them so that you can create even more impact in your world. Until next time, have an outstanding rest of your day. Thank you so much for listening to the Creating Powerful Impact podcast. If you are a successful coach, speaker, author, or thought leader who would like to be on this program, simply visit creatingpowerfulimpact.com forward slash guest. If you are someone who got something out of this interview, would you please do me a favor and share this episode on social media? just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on your socials. Also, if you know somebody that would be a great guest, tag them on social media to let them know about the show and include the hashtag creating powerful impact. I love seeing all of your posts and great guest selections. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content To make sure you don't miss any episodes, go ahead and subscribe. Your thumbs up ratings and reviews go a long way to help promote the show. And they really mean a lot to me and my team. Want to know more about us? Head on over to our website, graceandeaseproductions.com or follow me on LinkedIn, Facebook, or Instagram. Just look for Grace and Ease Productions on your favorite platform. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.